0: Okay, it's rap pack to my pulse flat. We keep it real, no false rap. I got four cars and they all black. Got four bras and they all that. We call that. Callin'. doing this is my callin'. Flow is so appalling. My phone off and she callin'. I'm like, yeah. What it do? Penthouse Hello, man. ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back into another episode of the Charm City Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here talking about the Baltimore Orioles earning a split against... The Cleveland Guardians and remain two and a half up on the American League East. The Baltimore Orioles, um, I mean, the first two games, I was really getting concerned, you know, watching um, the Baltimore, you know, uh, play in the field, the bullpen pitching, but. The excellent, excellent job of John Means and his almost another no no, or at least setting the, um, at least rather setting up possibly the bullpen up to continue on a no hitter um, throughout the game was really awesome. The magic number to clinch the AL East is now at three with the. Tampa Bay Rays losing to the Toronto Blue Jays. Um, I mean, just a whale of a job by this Orioles team. They bounce back three straight losses. They went to uh, the last two games. So let's start off going over the first two games. Yes, um, game one was really, really tough to swallow um, as the Orioles gave it up. In the end, Cnl Perez couldn't get out, couldn't make a single out in the uh, in the eighth inning, and um, the offense, which had done a great job getting them the lead, um, and Grayson Rodriguez, I thought pitched pretty well. I mean, you know, we've seen better out of him obviously of late, but I mean, I thought he he did a, a solid job throughout the first couple innings, a lot of a lot of good outs there, and you know, it was. You know, a single from Ramirez that plated one and then a sack fly uh, to get the other run in. Um, so it wasn't anything crazy. And the O's, um, again, were able to, to tie it up at two. Um, but unfortunately, the bullpen just couldn't hold on to it and they lose 5-2. That was a tough pill to swallow, um, you know, to, to say the least because... You know, at that time, you had the Tampa Bay Rays kind of closing in um, there on the AL East lead. And then game two um, was sloppy. One of the sloppiest games I've seen from this Orioles team all year. Two errors. Anthony Santander had a really weird play that nine times out of ten he'll make. Uh, just a real struggle there um, from him. I mean, the offense, you know, came out to. Came out to hit. I mean, they were scoring runs in bunches. They were putting a lot of um, runs up on the board. Aaron Hicks with a two RBI double to give the Orioles an eight seven lead. But then Yanir Cano just gave it up there, and it was a a real shame um, to see as David Fry, you know, uh, gets the gets the Guardians the walk off hit and that um that handed the Orioles their third straight loss i believe then the magic number was pulled down to a half a game at that point i think but it really you know you started to really wonder man is this is this where you know the the wheels come off the bullpen is so taxed you got John Means going tomorrow we know they aren't allowing them they are not allowing him rather um to pitch more than about Five innings, um, but he—I mean—he was amazing. I—I I can't, I can't believe it. Seven innings of no-hit baseball out of John Means in his third start back from Tommy John surgery. This guy is what I said. I tweeted it last night. This is what the Orioles have been missing all year long. Another starter in your rotation that can offer you. Solid inning, someone that can be dominant. You, you know, I mean, with the way Kyle Bradish has pitched, and he's been, you know, absolutely unbelievable. And in the beginning of the year, you know, Tyler Wells was really good as well. Um, but the way that Means was able to go out and do it in just his third game, and, you know, the limited, um, you know, pitches he was able to throw in the minors as well, and his rehab stint. It was really impressive. Um, really, really impressive and really can't believe uh, that the O's got a a a two to one win. Um and you know, it was able to save the bullpenier Cano only had he come in for two thirds of an inning, only threw six pitches, and C.N.L. Perez got through the ninth fairly um, fairly easy as well, only throwing thirteen. Anthony Santander, I mean he you know, he was the he was the uh, one of the reasons why they came up with the loss the night before, but then he goes out and has a great day offensively. It seems like he's heating up as well, and I can't say enough about this offense. I mean, it just seems like one when one guy cools down or one guy goes down. You know, no Ryan Moundcastle. You need some power back. There's Anthony Santander to provide it. There's Ryan O'Hearn. We've seen Cedric Mullins at times. We've seen, I mean, he's been doing it all year, but Gunnar Henderson, Adley Rushman. It's just, this is a great, great clubhouse the O's have. I would, I will go on record to bet that this is the best clubhouse um, in Major League Baseball. I mean, look at James McCann batting 231 now in the nine hole. Did an excellent, and did an excellent job calling uh, pitches yesterday. But, you know, um, his offense throughout the year has been wishy washy. But yesterday he comes through with a knock, and he's able to come around and score. Great job by James McCann. And then today, 5 1 0s win. They really flipped the switch from a struggling um, first. Ooh, as I'm watching red zone here as Mahomes just got nicked up in his right foot. Oh, he's back on the field. Um, But really, really great job by, you know, the Orioles flipping that switch and Kyle Gibson. I mean, Kyle Gibson, a yeah, five-hitter through seven. I mean, five-hitter's not great, but he went seven innings today. I can't believe it of good pitching. I mean, Kyle Gibson, where is this guy coming from? Fifteen wins on the season. And his ERA is a 486. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And the offense, Jordan Westburg. I mean, there's another young gun coming through um, for you. Anthony, you know, Santander taking a professional at bat there. Adley Rushman. I mean, they all took professional at-bats in the second. That was a tremendous second inning by the Baltimore Orioles. Um, and, you know, again, he was able to to give some of your high-leverage guys uh, a break. And I mean, sure, Danny Columba is, um, you know, or Columba, one of your high-leverage guys in general, but, you know, I think, relatively speaking, you were able to give, you know, bring in someone in, in a in a position that they probably would have never been before. And I'm saying this because I'm assuming they wouldn't have brought in Kano, um... I would assume, I mean, you know, if it did get closer, I wouldn't imagine Brandon Hyde would want to go and really, you know, tax that pen even more because you know you're you're definitely going to need them um, moving forward, you know, CNL Perez was able to to be given a break as well. So like I said, just giving a lot of the a lot of the big boys um, a chance. You didn't have to see Shintaro Fujinami um, be brought into this game and um you know, didn't have to have to go through that. Uh, so a great job, great job by Kyle Gibson there. He was solid um, all throughout, all throughout the day. Gave up only one earned run, but I'll take it. I mean, I'll take it. So the Baltimore Orioles now have an opportunity in this next series to clinch if the Tampa Bay Rays, which they lost today, if they fall um, in. Their next game against the Red Sox and the O's win, that brings the magic number, I would assume, down to one, if not one and a half, and you could maybe even clinch the next day with a loss as the Rays are going on a two-game series against the Boston Red Sox. So upcoming for the Baltimore Orioles, it's the Washington Nationals. Um, It's going to be Kyle Bradish on the mound tomorrow, and I think... You know, Bradish, I I mean, I have very good, or I should say, I have very high confidence that he will go out there and do well in this Beltway series, Um, you know, and especially since he saw them before this year and blanked them six innings, five hits, did an excellent job, six strikeouts in just his second um, start of the season. But you're back home, back against, you know, with the home crowd. I mean, you'd have to think they're going to try. And if they get lucky with the Red Sox handing the Rays a loss, you know, you have to think these guys are going to want to close it um, up sooner rather than later. And uh, no starting pitcher listed yet for the Nationals. Then it's going to be Grayson Rodriguez the following day. Um, You know, hopefully we get a... Solid Grayson Rodriguez outing. I mean, he's kind of been a little wishy-washy of late. He had that tremendous outing against the Rays. Um, he didn't see the Nationals early on in the season, and he'll be going up against one of the young guys for the Nationals, one of their best pitchers, Josiah Gray, um, who has a 4 ERA. And back in early April when these two teams met, the Orioles um, got a look at him, and, and he... You know, only gave up one earned run. The O's won the game, one nothing, and he went five innings. They knocked him um, out on 98 pitches. So they got to take smart, at, smart at at bats against this guy, patient at bats, um, like they know to do. And, and I think they'll be able to do it. I mean, I'm I'm I have all the confidence in the world. The O's can can nab two here from the Nationals, and hopefully, uh, they get lucky and they'll be able to be celebrating an A.L. East title. And the next time I'm coming on which will be Wednesday to recap this, the O's will have won the American League East. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in to this episode. Um, I will be back on, like I said, Tuesday to recap that National series. Like I said, hopefully I'll be back not previewing um, another, you know, possible opportunity for the O's to clinch, um, and hopefully I'll be on uh, praising the fact that the O's uh, have won the AL East, and uh, then look ahead towards what the O's will do rest of the season, or I'll be back on previewing what the O's need to do the next day to possibly clinch, hopefully. So thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and as always, I'll talk to you next time.